Welcome to this day in history class. It's July 26th. Liberia declared its independence on this day in 1847, making it Africa's oldest republic. And Liberia occupies a complicated place in African history. It is very widely cited as the only African nation never subject to colonial rule, but that's not entirely accurate. It's definitely true that it wasn't subject to white colonial rule in the way that its neighbors were. The continent of Africa is huge. It's incredibly diverse, home to an enormous collection of peoples and cultures, all with their own social systems, their own art, their own cultures, their own languages. Literally thousands of languages exist and have existed for thousands of years on the continent of Africa. During the scramble for Africa in the late 19th and early 20th centuries, Major European powers basically divided up the continent in this rush to try to claim territory and resources and basically drew their own map of what Africa should look like without really talking to any Africans about it. That's what people usually think of when they hear colonial rule in the context of Africa, and Liberia was definitely different from that. Liberia was founded as a home for the formerly enslaved population of the Americas. But like the rest of the continent, West Africa, where Liberia would be established, was already home to its own cultures, its own peoples, people with their own beliefs, their own art, their own languages. Again, here's what happened. In the years before the Civil War in the United States, there was one prevailing mode of thought that Africans and their descendants either couldn't or shouldn't assimilate with white society. And people who held this view were really all over the map in terms of their feelings and thoughts about race and slavery. There were Black abolitionists and other Black leaders who thought that they and other Black people would be better off if they went back to Africa. There were white abolitionists who thought that that was what would be best. They had sort of a paternalistic view toward the enslaved people and thought that it would be better for them if they went back to Africa. And then there were people, both slaveholders and non, who were just motivated by racism. And if they thought if Africans weren't going to be in the United States to be enslaved anymore, that they should just go and get out. So all of these people with these and other viewpoints were united in this overall thought that there needed to be a colony in Africa to receive these formerly enslaved people, Africans and people of African descent. They formed organizations to try to do this, and the most famous was the American Society for Colonizing the Free People of Color of the United States, also known as the American Colonization Society. In this and in most of the other organizations that were dedicated to this cause, pretty much all of the leadership were white. In 1816, the American Colonization Society started trying unsuccessfully to buy land in what's now Liberia to establish this home for the formerly enslaved. It took them five years to convince local African leaders to let them take possession of some land along the coast that would eventually become the Liberian capital of Monrovia. Monrovia is actually named for President James Monroe, who convinced the government to provide some more funding for this project. For about 20 years, people continued moving from the Americas and the Caribbean, uh, and the American Colonization Society was heavily involved in the administration of this colony. About 15,000 African Americans wound up immigrating to Liberia during this time. 
Things progressed from there, and then Joseph Jenkins Roberts, who was a black man from Virginia, proclaimed Liberia to be an independent republic on July 26th of 1847. There had been some talk uh, within the American Colonization Society and elsewhere about maybe trying to wean Liberia off of aid from the United States and from these organizations. Other nations formally acknowledged Liberian independence over the next couple of years, and while the United States did to an extent, it wasn't until 1862 that they really officially did so. So it's really not completely accurate to say that Liberia was free from colonial influence. White Americans were heavily involved in its creation and its founding. The original Constitution was modeled after the United States Constitution. Its first president was from Virginia, and for a long time, its official currency was the American dollar. And its early years were marked by ongoing conflicts between the indigenous African population and black colonists from the Americas. Some of these divisions are still ongoing today. They've never really been uh, addressed. And while the indigenous population was in the majority during this time, Americo-Liberians, that was the people from the Americas that moved to Liberia, they were completely controlling the government. They controlled the government completely for decades. Today, Americo-Liberians make up about 5% of Liberia's population, while 16 other indigenous ethnic groups make up the rest. So that's a very brief story of Liberia. Thanks to Christopher Hasiotis for his research on today's episode and to Tari Harrison for editing work on all of these episodes. You can learn more about Liberia in the September 4th, 2013 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class, which is actually on Thomas Morris Chester, who was a war correspondent. And you can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tune in tomorrow for the 65th anniversary of an armistice.